Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Modern Casanova podcast with me, Troy Francis, and it's good to be here. We're actually sitting in uh, central Prague at the moment in the Czech Republic, which is fantastic. I'm here with a very special guest who I'll introduce in a minute. Um, but yeah, it's a beautiful morning. Um, it's sunny. We are watching some swans out on the river, some boats going by girls taking pictures of swans bubbles being blown it's a really it's a very it's very romantic indeed i'm here with a a male guest um sadly but fortunately for you guys Uh, (laughs) um but this would be an extremely romantic spot otherwise wouldn't it i think you've taken me here secretly i'm I'm slightly worried (laughs) um you may well recognize that voice i hope that you do um i am joined today by mr tom torero um, who been hanging out with in Prague for a, a few days, um, and so it's it's Tom's last day, and then I think he's going off to some other exotic climbs. So uh, I said that I would like to get him on the podcast just to have a, a chat before he goes. And um, the theme of today's podcast really is living the life you want, not the life that you think you should. Now, if you're aware of Tom Torero's work, he has a very big YouTube channel. Uh, which I'll link to in the, in the notes for this. He's an author, he's written several books about day game, and obviously day game is his speciality, day game is his, his niche. He is unquestionably one of the most um, influential voices on, on day game, you know, the, the, the UK scene really, really ever and certainly, you know, over the last few years. And I mean, his, his stuff on day game um, is, is world class really there's some great oh, there's God. great you know God bless you, sir. absolutely some great content out there so uh i hope that you you know you're aware of that and if you're not and you're interested in in game and you're interested in meeting and attracting women then i would absolutely recommend that you go and have a look at his stuff and as i say we'll do, we'll do you know mate that it's all lies <laughs> I, i've it's... got to confess that i i've got a green screen in my house, which I never leave, and all those all those girls is just my mum in a wig. <laughs> and what about the travelling? Do you actually travel, no, or is it all just? It's the first trip I've been on, actually, <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a bit nervous, but no, thank you, Troy. Thank you very much. Absolutely, no. Well, so what what I kind of wanted to talk about today, because obviously Tom is, as we say, well known for his um, uh, miraculous day game skills. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and we can talk about that a bit, but what I was really keen to talk about is living the life you want, not the life you think you should. And Tom has really taken this to an extreme um, recently. Uh, if you follow him on YouTube, you'll know that he's, he's bought a van. Uh, the van is, uh, is all kitted out with a, a very nice uh, bedroom area, uh, kitchen. Um, there's a shower, isn't there, I think? Indeed, yeah. I believe there's also toilet facilities, and I'm sure you know, keen to, to learn more about that. Um, but yeah, he so he's got the van and he's traveling across Europe and meeting different girls. And he is, um, you know, he makes his his money on online as an online um, entrepreneur through his his personal brand and through the books that he sells and uh, his products and so on. Um, so really, he is, you know, he is living the dream that a lot of us a lot of us have in the sense of. Um, you know, doing your own thing, not having to work in corporate culture, not being accountable to everybody, being able to go and date who you want, being able to be based where you want. So it's all fantastic stuff. And um, one of the things that Tom uh, drew my attention to recently is a book by uh, a guy called Harry Brown called How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World. And 
we'll talk about this as we get into the conversation, but uh, Harry Brown is essentially coming from a libertarian perspective, so I don't necessarily mean that in the strict political sense, but basically this is a guy who, you know, uh, is is totally up for just creating your own life and doing what you want and saying to hell with the rules of society, really. And there's a quote that I wanted to read just to sort of kick things off with. And this is about thinking about how society shapes us and makes us act in certain ways. And we want to avoid doing that. You know, we want to go our own our own way to not to coin that phrase, but, you know, we want to do our own thing. And Harry Brown says, there isn't a, any society to disprove or disallow, to denounce or to ostracize you. It's a myth. I wonder how many millions of lives have been tossed in the junk pile to appease an entity that never even existed. So, I mean, is that a quote that resonates with you, Tom, would you say? The whole bloody book resonates with me and um, it's slightly odd that I've only just read it and I think you as well you've yeah. only just read it yeah yeah yeah. I only just read it recently after you talked about it actually yeah and I found it from guys emailing me plus a few links on uh, a mutual friend of ours Black Dragon or someone we admire Black Dragon blog I think it is dot com who clearly is influenced by this guy Harry Brown but it's only in November last year where I read it and it's one of those books where you read it and you just nod all the way through mm. And I, I was almost like, damn you, fucker, I was going to I was gonna write this stuff. But yeah, yeah nothing new under the sun, because I think it was in the 70s. So unbelievable that he had this vision in the 70s, and it's stuff that's now obviously really popular with Tim Ferriss and working online, and yeah. everyone says they're a digital, digital nomad. But this yeah. book was written before the internet, before pickup advice. Um, it's not about pickup book but uh if you're someone who's interested in what troy does obviously with you know laptop work and uh leaving your job leaving your country leaving your city uh you're gonna love this book so it quickly became perhaps my favorite guidebook on how to do it um you should be reading tim ferris for our work because well obviously that's the bible um but yeah man it was it was shocking that i hadn't read that book before and how would you like to talk us through um, how you how it sort of all evolved for you? Because you became known uh, when you were, I think, I'm right to say, working for Daygame, daygame.com, and you sort of became a, a presence on the in, online with that. And talking very specifically about Daygame, but now you know and you've gone on to day game in many different countries and cities around the world and uh put out loads of fantastic content about that but it sort of it's it it became your life didn't it so it went from i just want to go and meet new girls and you attract new girls and then it it sort of morphed into now this is actually my life and i don't have a normal you know i don't have my normal teaching job anymore um and i'm now living this kind of very nomadic lifestyle i mean was that the intention up front or how did it morph into that i was born in 1979 <laughs> Um, yes, it all started with my porn career, obviously, yeah. and uh, no, it, it's, it's, it's a long story, which you can uh, obviously read about in... The first book is my day game story, Yeah. so if you really want to know about me going from Oxford, nerdy Oxford guy, to um, a teacher in London, Billy No Mates, very, you know, stuck in my head, had clinical depression, anxiety, stress, rags to riches, I'm sure every day gamer or gamer writes about that but that's book number one and book number two is when I handed in my resignation and worked for a bigger pickup company called daygame.com and then um, travelled the world and then did it myself and yeah it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword what was that funny quote live by the pork sword die by the pork sword <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. so there is another side to uh, nomad living 
working for yourself and living in a van and uh, I'll be talking a lot more about the other side to all this stuff and there's another side to being um, perpetually single as me and Troy often talk about you know people mm-hmm. go far oh, that sounds amazing traveling around just being yeah. single doing your own thing well if you've ever tried motivating yourself getting out of bed working in a cafe if you've ever tried to write a book my friend then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you've ever gone to uh, whatever 30 countries in a year you'll know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about uh, if you live out of Airbnbs if you live out of a suitcase and the ultimate one is if you've ever banged 30 plus girls a year uh, you'll know exactly what I mean by it being quite surreal and there's another side to it in that you don't have a girlfriend yeah. and you're not with your family and your friends it's a strange sort of psychological state to be in isn't it because guys weren't really we're not really designed for this not are we no, you know i mean if you think the average what's the average lay count of the average guy meant to be is it something like seven seven but in it think of tribes a hundred thousand years ago what was it one or yeah. two one if you were lucky yeah you know yeah so now you know we're in this situation where you know you're talking about 30 girls in a year but also traveling to 30 countries or you know traveling to all these different cities i mean and again that wouldn't really have been practical in you know more than you know you know in the last 15 20 years or whatever so even in harry brown's day Mm. you know the 1973 thing i mean it's only with the internet that's what gave me my job because of youtube uh and self-publishing that we do that's given us our career we're recording this on an iphone there's no podcast studio. Sorry to give away choice no, secrets. No, it's a, it's a state of the art, very glamorous. <laughs> but, but this has only been possible for yeah. a few years. You're going to upload it yourself. We were just tinkering around in a cafe on a Mac with video editing. You know, there's no team. I literally am a one-man band. There's no editor or producer yeah. or cameraman. Uh, we we went on a trip the other day. I won't reveal it yet, but um, we shot it all ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, and and we were saying this morning over breakfast ten years ago that would have needed like this massive camera crew and a producer yeah. and an ed fuck that so yeah um i am moaning slightly uh, it might sound like i'm moaning about the downsides but every day one of my secrets if you like is gratitude yes. i'm incredibly grateful that we're sitting by a river neither of us now has a, a corporate job mm. we booked this trip on a whim we literally decide every day like that trip we did the other day what to yeah. do we were sitting in the van and uh, troy was like should we just keep driving to germany to dresden and in the end we didn't but we could have could have yeah, driven yeah. to barcelona yeah and last night we we're like what do you want to do yeah and we're like fuck it let's do this so yeah. are you unbelievably grateful every day to- because well, like, you you're way more in the corporate world than i was well mate yeah i mean i was uh as as people may know if you've listened to, to this podcast or read some of my articles i mean uh, i was in a, a pretty miserable kind of corporate job for really for for nearly 20 years i was working in in advertising uh, for various different companies and you know it's it, it never really suited me it was i was always somebody who i always had an itch to do something else and and i'd always as well been aware that, that really if you to, to, to actually make any money you're never really going to make money working for somebody else now that's not to say that i'm sitting here rolling in it now because I, I'm, I'm absolutely not but nevertheless i still hold to that you know you're in a corporate job you're reliant on somebody else for a start um to to give you your livelihood and you know it, it's fairly constrained what you're going to be able to to earn even if you you know unless you become the ceo and even then you're a prisoner to your to your job you know and you're building someone else's dream for you i mean i think that's the thing i think that's the thing that really gets me about corporate work specifically you know you are you're effectively engaged in building somebody else's dream and of course now 
and we were talking earlier about you know the video editing and everything else you know we can we have the ability to put our own vision whatever that is out into the world which i think is really valuable dude. yeah god bless the internet man not just for porn and wanking off if you're listening mainly right for mainly for that of course and vr's coming baby vr's coming <laughs> <laughs> coming quite literally but no i'm so grateful because i didn't really answer your first question but the the people think I've been doing day game full time forever that's not true at all I was a primary school teacher (laughs) unbelievable I know Um, (laughs) for seven to nine years kind of nine years in it two of those years was you know the training years and the first year you're not a qualified teacher let's say so yeah nine years I was in it and the first few years of pickup which was London for me uh, I had a full time job not just a full time job but as a primary school teacher I was leaving Ills Court at seven, sometimes half six, getting home around six, train or walking straight into London. Yeah. And you could say I'm obsessed, crazy, addicted, but that therein lies one of the secrets of my success. I said for the first couple of years, uh, what was my rule? Yeah, I'm go- I can't go home yeah. until I get a number. Now, so I used to arrive in Waterloo Station because I lived in near Ballam, I think. Yeah. Can't remember. Earlsfield, I used to All live right. in. Yeah. And this is a little trick, a little practical tip for today. Um, you do not let yourself leave a certain area until you've either done an approach or done a close. I think my rule was I had, yeah, I couldn't leave Waterloo Station mm. until I'd done my first approach, right? Yeah. So I did my first approach. Then I did easy day game, as in indirect. I was in Trafalgar Square, I was in South Bank. And I honestly, the guys don't believe it, but it's, I'm, I'm being honest, you, I couldn't go home until I had a, a contact detail, right, which yeah. in those days wasn't Instagram and Facebook. It was either email, if it was shit, or, or a number. And there's the rule that sometimes you get it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And sometimes I got it in three or four hours and went home at 11 p.m. Yeah. via a kebab shop. <laughs> and I re- that was that's the only secret to success. Yeah. Am I more skilled than others? Maybe not. Am I more obsessed than others? Yes. I think that's... Uh, you have a great work ethic. I think, yeah. uh, without sounding uh, biased, I have a good work ethic. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I think that's a really interesting point. And I mean, would you say... Because I suppose there's guys who might be listening to this who might be, you know, sitting at work or they're, you know, they've got their day job and they think, God, if only I could go to Prague and go and, you know, meet some random women and travel around and blah, blah, blah. And it, it may seem to them, as it seemed to me probably a few years ago, it was almost an impossible dream. But would you say, because you described the work ethic in terms of the game, but presumably to free, you know, to get yourself to free yourself sort of you know, financially or commercially or whatever, however you want to put it. Presumably you had to have that same work ethic with putting out the content and everything as well. Well, we do, yeah. You have it as a writer. I'm appalling at writing and I dread it. But I've always had it with um, video editing. And in the early days, I was earning money from teaching guys uh, first for free, then for 10 quid. And then, um, yeah, I had persistence. I had, um, I didn't jump ship. That's important to say. Uh, if you're listening to this and you, you're not ready to jump ship yet, don't do it. What you do, as it says in 4-Hour Workweek, mm. create something in the background. So I, 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 like you, I had a double life. Yeah. I was a school teacher, yeah. but then I was also a hustler um, and putting out day game content. When you start to see the scale shift, yeah. and thank God for things like online publishing now and video yeah. products, you can see, okay, sit down with a piece of paper, how much do I need to live in? Uh, pick somewhere cheap let's say how, how much do I need to live in Bulgaria uh, you say okay it's about a thousand to two thousand a month don't jump ship until 
you know, yeah. you, you, your grand's either left you some money or you, you've you saved up a bit, that's another option. That's called the oil rig time on, time off method that uh, I know plenty of world travelers that work for three, four months of the year. Yeah. I know a, a literal oil rigger who does it. I know a doctor who does this. Mm. Work for three or four months of the year, travel for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, you might want to do month on, month off. You might yeah. want to do what I do and work from your laptop, which is your new strategy now you might want to uh do something which i think they call stealth wealth where other people don't know what you're doing but you're doing drop shipping or you're doing whatever but yeah don't just leave your job and leave your family and leave your friends and leave your city what i've seen happen to me and i'm sure you've had it and loads of nomadic day gamers have it is a breakdown yeah is yeah. a meltdown yeah they quit their job quit their city they're in an airbnb apartment in the ukraine sorry ukraine and uh yeah reality slaps you in the face and you're lonely man and it's uh, this is the side that they don't show you on instagram yeah yeah well exactly because i mean i we've talked about this uh recently and i mean i've had that kind of experience really because i think as harry brown says that there's always a price to pay isn't there if you want to achieve freedom and for me i think freedom is really my you know my my number one goal in life really or above almost everything else and freedom of course defined in different ways freedom to date who you want freedom to live where you want freedom to not have a boss and all of these different things but um but yeah freedom is desirable but it comes with a with a cost and i mean when i you know i sort of tried to move i moved to berlin for a bit at the end of last year and i had some stuff going on emotionally i had some stuff going on i had to sort out business wise back in london you know i had different things going on and i had a little bit of a little bit of a mini meltdown in a way because i i basically i'd left my corporate job um i'd left london where i'd lived for over 15 years and i've got loads of friends there and everything else and i tried to start this totally new life and doing all of it at that same time was was you know it was kind of tricky um i'll be honest but you know saying that you need to pay the price sometimes to, to, to get out of the cage, don't you? Yes, funnily enough... Oh, hello, we're being distracted by um, female forms along yeah. the river. Lovely. And as I said to Troy, just round that corner in the night, I'm not going to tell you where we are, but just round that corner in the night is where young couples go to copulate away from prying eyes. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the first, when I quit my job, it's a horrible moment to make that decision, something you've worked for. Uh, on for so long and it's respectable and many times I wanted to hand in the letter and one day I was on a train down to Brighton actually with a girl and I had already written the email and you know what I did I opened it up it was in uh, uh, temporary messages and I pressed send it was an email to my the head teacher of the school Uh, so once you do that you feel a massive weight off your shoulders you have all this time, unlimited time. I, I say it's like sitting on the edge of the Grand Canyon. There's just vastness in front of you and it suddenly makes you feel scared. And yeah. the first place I came to was Prague in the winter, uh, just staying in a place just over there. And I had, that, again, that feeling of the abyss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What should I do? Where should I go? There's nobody telling me what to do. And it, it, it's, a, yeah. it's a freak out moment. And it's really, mate, as I keep telling you, it, I didn't get over that. Uh, for two years and also the guilt of not working uh, the hours that people work there's a guilt associated with it a kind of Germanic thing you know the work ethic yeah you're very Troy is very very disciplined but if you're not a disciplined person and you can't 
get out of bed and write a book it's, it's going to be tough if you've been working in a supermarket or an office it's going to be tough yeah um, and if you're not used to being alone i mean i'm pretty introverted troy is pretty introverted we just we've learned to be social uh but if you're an extrovert guy with 20 friends and you live on the gold coast in australia and you move to romania and you're all alone in a cafe it's i sound like i'm moaning here but the four hour work week book sells a bit of a lie and the Instagram uh, account sell a bit of a lie and van life sells a bit of a lie and the day game nomad thing sells a bit of a lie right, yeah, not that it's yeah. lying but it's not showing you the other side yeah, um, yeah. and again I'm not moaning but it's exactly what Harry Brown describes so well it's, it, you pay the price yeah. um, the, but what I'm after what you're after Black Dragon says it's freedom and happiness. Yes. But I don't differentiate the two because I don't believe that there's uh, happiness uh, yes. <laughs> that you achieve uh, like a mountaintop. Freedom for me is the yes. the contentment, the happiness. So it's all. It's not about money. It's certainly not about money. I'm. I'm. For a long time, I was making less than a primary school teacher, um, and we always talk about how much do you actually need yes. to live in Middle Europe or South America or Asia. It's way less than you think. So as soon as I've got that amount of money, and no one's telling me what to do, and I can do what I want, for me that is. Yeah. People go, people keep going. Yeah. Why don't you create a massive brand and have like fifty guys working for you and do? I'm like right, right now this is it yeah i don't see yeah. how i could become more yeah. free absolutely and I, and I think we're both quite similar in that respect aren't we in the sense that i think freedom is really a top priority for us and that actually includes bizarre well not bizarrely but you know against what people might think that actually includes not wanting to get too big because as you get to, as you get yeah. bigger um and you you know you're running a massive brand and maybe you've got employees and stuff actually the responsibilities come back i saw a quote the other day about this actually saying some, something along the lines of you know neither the neither the slave or the slave master is truly free um, that's great yeah you know and but i suppose i mean we've got we've very much had this aspiration for freedom and i think a lot of guys do and this is why content about digital nomads and you know work online working and everything travel and everything is so popular but i guess maybe it's not for everyone i don't know what do you think i mean good question you, maybe there are people it's just it's just not for you but at the same time i suppose i suppose i have a sort of philosophy that i try to push out in my writing which is that you know we only get one life why wouldn't you want to live that life as freely as you can why wouldn't you want to be able to do what you want but we we both hold we're not really political but we both hold the same view that just live and let live right yeah and yeah. i used to be far more critical of you know the guy stuck in the office or the married guy or whatever but listen you know it's not for me to say and i have yeah. i i had some concerned emails <laughs> concerned <laughs> trolls from guys going tom why are you pushing people to live your life i don't yeah. want to live in a van i mean i don't even want to date miles because and there was a time i went back to wales where i'm from and i met some people that i knew from school and they married girls from school mm. they've had a job now for uh 25 years same job same pub same girls yeah. same thing and do you know what mate they seem quite content yes it's not for me yeah. So, um, no, again, it's the Instagram, YouTube thing of saying you have to do this. Digital Nomad is a kind of modern, it's the yeah. cool fad. No, don't make yourself freak out. And if you are content in your job, maybe you've got a job you really, really love, like you're an architect or you, you really do like being a doctor, that's fine. And monogamy, uh, 
I keep claiming is not the human norm, you know, we're monogamish, but if you're like a, you know, you've got a wacky diet or you're a vegan and you've made it work, <laughs> I, it's a good comparison. I think if you want to make monogamy work and you can, yes, yeah. I, 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 I struggle to see the ways you do it. But listen, if you've done it, okay. And if you've, if you've got a house, fine. But, but it's more the underlying principles and that's why you should read Harry Brown's. Um, yeah. Because you d I think a monk used to say, you don't even need to leave your cell to be free. Yeah, yeah. And a prisoner, there's a great documentary. Um, <laughs> Trevor McDonald. Do you remember Trevor McDonald? Yeah, absolutely. You can tell how bored I was in the van. I clicked on this documentary <laughs> about the world's toughest prison or something death row right um, and most of them were fucking scary fuckers you know but there was one who's in there clearly for life mm. um, and it's become deeply stoical he's right. like the modern day Marcus Aurelius and Trevor said to him god it must be so bad man being mm. in this cell and he said I'm not in this cell I'm everywhere yeah and if you can reach that level of zen yeah uh, maybe you don't need to come to Prague and get a van you yeah know? That's amazing. There's a story actually similar to that by um, the writer George Louis, uh, Louis uh, Borges. Um, I hope I pronounced that correctly, but Borges wrote a story about a guy who's, who was in a jail and he's in the jail for so long that he's able to sort of calculate the the sort of the infinite mystery of the universe if you like he kind of he kind of thinks everything out and understands everything and in that moment um he would be able to free himself from the jail because he's understood you know the, the sort of fu the, the fundamentals of physics and everything else so if he wanted to he would be able to free himself from the prison and he says actually do you know what i i don't even want to because there's no point because i've understood everything we get yeah we're getting very <laughs> philosophical but um yeah yeah, I do. that's that's a nice, uh, nice other side to it, really. But coming back, giving a bit of filth, and mm. we should really sing the praises of this. I've been moaning about this lifestyle. No, it's fucking brilliant, right? Yeah. I should have done the van <laughs> thing ages ago. If you want next level freedom, get a get, get a so van. Really, look into really van like, life. You're really liking you're really liking the van, are you? I mean, I am. Yeah, I had a, a freak out week or two in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. a bit mad waking up in a van in a car park, um, trying to have sex with girls in a van, even if you're good at game. And are they high quality? High quality They're girls. very low quality <laughs> sluts. A high quality girl. No, she would never get in a van. Um, the first one was a lawyer. Ha ha. Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you want to make your game harder, um, not just get hard, but make game harder, don't just do bounce backs to an apartment. That's too easy. Park the van in a grotty car park and try and pull a high quality girl to the van very quickly. So it's made game harder. Yeah. I've been gaming in smaller cities because as you've seen in Prague, it's really hard to park the van in yeah. for free in Prague. Um, but in a smaller city, I can literally park it on the main square for free. Yeah. But that means tiny population, so you can't spam approach. You can't even do 50 approaches. Mm. One of the cities, I did 10 approaches. So you've got to be good. You've got to be calibrated. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm flitting around more than when I did EasyJet and Ryanair and yeah. Airbnb. So it's it's this thing that you found now where you've got leads and you're yes. just about to leave the city yes. and yeah, once yeah. on this trip as I was driving out of the city I was an hour out and my phone went ding and mm. she's like I'm up for a date tonight so <laughs> do a Yui turn the van around go back yeah. so it's slightly mad mm. whether it's healthy or not I don't know we need to balance it out this weekend I'm going on a nature trip with a girl to fucking balance the filth of what Troy Francis has been showing yes. me in Prague Yeah. good did. god we did a podcast yeah go on yeah I mean we we probably won't reveal too much uh, now because I think there's some uh, there's some video footage but we did really uh 
managed to see some of the grimier sides of, of Prague last night, didn't we? Which is a lot of fun. Yeah, and we just did a podcast, which will, I don't know which will come out first, but it was a good topic Probably on. Probably yours, I think. All right, well, we'll give it away. It was on Sin Cities, and Troy was talking about Berlin, and I was talking about here, and there's a story from America, and why uh, Craig Cassidy, myself, and Troy, we enjoy uh, cities that have a have an openly sinful nature yeah, to them. Yeah, One thing that I often think about with, as I develop my own... Con- she is good, isn't she? Is that Russian? Yeah, she's really... There's a very cute uh, young lady who's um, standing opposite us with her mother, I think. Hmm. She's, uh, I think the gap of glory. The gla- yes, the gap, the thigh gap of glory is very much uh, in, uh, in is glorified. Yeah. <laughs> a massive group of yeah. Pensioners. Anyway. Yes. Uh, what were we saying? Um, oh cities. no. Yeah. I was. I was sort of talking. I was sort of thinking because as I think about developing my own content and writing and everything. I mean, do you think? And this is a genuine question now. Do you think that there's a sort of a disconnect between... Because on the one hand, you know, I'm interested in quite filthy stuff and I've just written that Fifty Shades of Game series, um, you know, and I find that all that stuff really interesting. But on the other hand, you know, there's a, there's a part of me that's quite reflective and quite sort of, you know, I'm quite interested in stoicism, I'm interested in philosophy and the, and the more, actually more self-development type related things. I mean, do you think, and I think you are as well, I mean, do you, do you think there's a disconnect between those two things that they can't coexist? Or do you think they can go together? It's a uh, low battery, mate. Are we all right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm uh, concerned for choice technology. Yeah. All right. We'll make this probably the last point of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. It's a beautiful point to end on because mm-hmm. we were in a filthy location last night. I won't reveal too much, but we, we were talking about spiritual enlightenment <laughs> in such situations. It, yes. And it, it really is true that you can answer or certainly ask and think about life's big questions in a really like depraved sexual way there's a quote that i often use about when you strip yourself down to being an animal again yeah you get very spiritual yes. and for us yes. and hemingway and bukowski yeah i'm not saying we're Hem- us no, and hemingway and bukowski it was sex it was filth it was mm. raw the rawness of human nature whether yes. that's on the battlefield or some guys fight you should watch fight club uh, when you're violent you know yes. there's blood or you know crazy sex we were talking about you're lying in bed after shooting your load and it's been a crazy sexual experience and it's almost like you know one step away from the big bang yeah. so although guys are listening to this maybe you're very conservative and you're thinking no way can monasticism go with yeah menage a trois yeah but in man a I, my my peak experience is i think that's what they're called isn't it yeah the scientific term my peak experience is one of them has been on a mountaintop but probably 50 of them have been mm. with a girl by a river something yeah. you know what i mean uh, i hope people are listening to this and you understand um right below i'd love to hear guys it's, it's a great yeah. topic never been discussed perhaps troy there you go there's troy's next book Absolutely. enlightenment through <laughs> fucking in, um, uh, yes in dodgy clubs in prague really is really yeah. really 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 no, is i mean no i mean i i asked it almost as a rhetorical question because i i believe that there is um a connection between the two things and i don't think there's any disconnect there between is. me writing about you know a, a strip club or something and then writing equally an article then about you know meditation or something i think everything read, is connected Bukowski's women or read yeah. dylan thomas you know yeah yeah it's, it's, absolutely but um poetry. but yeah absolutely but i can see that some people you know people might have a you know a difficulty maybe sort of connecting the things but i think they're i think they are connected i mean it's the it's the stuff of life isn't it well again people are a bit stumped so if you're sitting there raging um 
leave a comment or send me an email. I'm just genuinely interested to know, are you disgusted by Troy's uh, Fifty Shades series? Are you disgusted by, are you disgusted by, you know, the black sheep stuff? Because I've had some really, mm. guys are horrified by it, yeah, you know, yeah. especially the family guys, um, yeah. the patriarchal guys. Yeah. Or, or can you see the connection? Are you interested in this stuff? Are you just keeping quiet because <laughs> you think it's seedy? Um, the statistics show that guys are really seedy and they watch Vice and they watch yeah. porn and they go to sex shops. but. Um, a lot of day gamers even keep quiet about it like oh, oh they don't want to show that side of human mm. nature you know yeah no absolutely and I think um, so, as I said I mean I think we're coming from a fairly libertarian sort of position here really in the sense of live and let live do what you want to do explore these things you know uh, and I mean there's a whole other podcast really to be done about politics coming into oh, men's God, no. you know and all that kind of stuff but um you know, I think the middle way is, is, is the way forward for me and live and let live and just experience the, the, the glories that life has to offer, really. Yeah, and if you don't understand anything that we've been talking about, read Harry Brown's How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World. Find the PDF. Yeah, and I think the important thing to end on is this is about living the life you want rather than the life that you think you should. Now, it could be that the life you want, actually, is to be married with a couple of kids and living in suburbia, and if it is, that's absolutely fine. But the important thing is to, is to, is to really think about it and be sure of that. And if you're doing something because you kind of your mates are doing it or your mum thinks you should do it or something like that then you really want to have a look at your priorities because we only get one shot at this you know and there's a whole load of exciting stuff out there you can sadly only shoot your load once and then you have to wait you know i wish i was a girl and absolutely yeah uh, <laughs> the physics anyway. yeah so um what are your what are your plans then tom for the upcoming so stuff or what uh, you're hopping back to Deutschland. Indeed, I'm I will be. hopping in the van and I'm going on this uh, getaway and then I'm in Russia with two pickup artists you've never heard of called Mystery and Bexter. So, yeah. uh, I young upstart. I can't say it's going to be a quiet few weeks, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, Troy's ruined me in a non sexual way. Um, it's been mental, but um, am I complaining? No, we're sitting by a river. It's bloody beautiful in probably the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, mm. No. Once again, thank the Lord for the internet, uh, whoever your Lord is, or Krishna, or uh, Richard Dawkins. Indeed, absolutely. And uh, I, I think uh, the listeners are mainly aware of your work, but where should they go to find you? <laughs> uh, Pornhub.com, you porn, <laughs> um, your local bar, or just go to Tom Torero, T-O-R-E, <laughs> I can't spell my own name, E-R-O. Some guys put two R's in the middle. TomTorero.com or look me up on YouTube, Tom Torero. Lovely stuff, fantastic. Well, thanks for that, Tom. It's been awesome to chat, and now we will uh, go and enjoy a bit more Prague before heading off into the sunset. Uh, <laughs> separately, that is. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Cheers. Bye bye.